This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. time to get geeky get awesome it is the awesome cast i'm mike sorg at sorgatron twitter in the sorgatron media studios in pittsburgh pennsylvania on the 600th edition of the awesome cast and we got a special one with you we got a we got a hell of a crew with us and we have some very special guests first of all let's go to the line uh first of all with us from somewhere in uh, uh potter's unknown uh dave potter is with us our friend from over at uh, SA in the iPhoneography podcast. There we go. That's where I am. And your he was, friend on the internet. What's that? Your friend on the internet and Penn Hills. Yes, your friend on the internet and mine <laughs> and Penn Hills. I don't. I can't remember who's 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 parts unknown on this show and who's not. So I just I just default when I don't remember. And let me know if Chilla pops in there too, because I think I don't know if he's coming he's in here. or something. He is here. Oh, he's here. Also with us, sneaking in the back door of the zooms from Studio C and the Big D of Dormont, PA. He's the he's a gadget guru, a Big Bang International <gasps> Esquire. He is John Chichilla. How's it going? And uh, who's Jim Tracy? Jim Tracy? I don't know. <laughs> Did we let somebody else over? In? Over it's weird because over top of Krause's video, it says. Jim Tracy. Well, also here. You know what that is? That's from, my pastor. I'm, I guess uh, somehow. <laughs> from the Keys Rocks. On... Pastor Ron Krauss and his, yeah, his alias. That's interesting. His... <laughs> okay. What are you? You're lending your Zoom lock into somebody? What's happening over no, there? No, um, for our church, we have a, a shared account that we use to, to host all of our stuff. So I sign in as him sometimes to pull. Uh, video files and stuff after after services and stuff are done sure, yeah sure sure okay okay all right you know getting sketchy with those zoom licenses i get it i get it hey <laughs> and we're it, a church man you know we gotta <laughs> save money where we can do what you can oh believe me i just uh i just visited uh, our, our friends up at the uh first zion first zion i'm sorry um up there in uh in uh ambridge helping them out with their uh actually big thanks to dutters and aaron that helped me when i had covid set up set them up because i was scheduled and then i was going to be gone for a month and uh and they they actually went and, and put it together and i was just um just tighten the screws on a couple of things that that um they had questions on that that i wasn't around to answer unfortunately so but so um uh give shout out to big shout out to them up there and uh our special guest for this week from order interact order interactive i don't know i added a twist to it apparently i don't know <laughs> what that was uh first of all jay heat show he is the creative director if I remember which button you are there you are uh Hello. over there at orda how you doing i'm good how are you excellent excellent uh get a little closer to that mic don't be yeah, don't be yeah, afraid yeah. of it don't okay. be afraid of it it's, yeah, yeah. it's your friend today all right <laughs> and also <laughs> erica lang uh writer and producer over there at uh, uh order as well how you doing erica i'm great how are you there you go uh i'm glad you guys could join us on this special occasion you have a very fun project it involves ar and pizza so yeah. like you're like you're like made for the show already right off the bat right <laughs> so <laughs> yeah don't let me like go 
on the mic too much. Well, we do have some pizza left in the back from our sponsor. <laughs> if you're it. And it would not be the first time, especially when we get around to that, that, that ad halfway through the show here. So, well, if this is your first time, if you're first of your first or your 600th episode of the uh, awesome cast, thank you for joining us. And you can check out everything on awesomecast.com where you can subscribe to the show. And also you can uh, hit us up at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com at awesomecast on the Twitter, on the uh, Facebook group, discord and Reddit. We have, we share a lot of stories and have some conversations throughout the week and like i say subscribe to us on your favorite uh podcast app or sorgatron media master feed that carries all the things that we're doing here us wrestling mayhem show fish without bait and one easy place for you to subscribe to um and of course we are here live every tuesday uh, at 7 p.m eastern time on our facebook on our youtube page on i, was, I swear it's live this time i keep it keeps going private for some reason uh, <laughs> and our twitter and uh and on our sorgatron media twitch page however you want to consume the show and uh and as somebody is in the background i think in the background i thought i heard myself um and also thank a big shout out to hey i'm wearing the shirt today here it is uh, our friends at postindustrial.com that are also sharing the show and thank you of course to our patreon supporters um that are helping support the show at patreon.com slash awesome cast um we have first of all our executive producer brian crawford thank you to him as well as our friends at the coffee club level matt weller john carmen cynthia classies mike T- Gee, see, I can't talk today. Mike McTaggart and Mike Pound. And I'm sorry, Scott McTaggart and Mike Pound. Jeez. Uh, fan of the show, love our, my, our friends Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Potter. Thank you to everybody. Hey, Dave's here too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy over there. Um, you guys support the show too. We do appreciate it. Patreon.com slash awesomecast. Also, like I was looking, like I think everybody, uh, Brian's dropped off and gotten a new thing because I know he was under a different entity before. Uh, but like most of our people have been Patreon supporters for years at this point which is really impressive uh and, and thank you uh everybody and and i'm sure it is in no small part that that probably about 80 percent of this are people i've had a beer with in the last decade so I, I i did so i don't know what that says for podcast growth but uh but it says something there and you can defer uh how how you would like Anyways, let's get into our awesome things of the week. We got a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> Cross has the fun one to begin with. I don't know. You just have a phrase in here, and I want to know what the heck this is about. Well, that's that's from the old Fortnite days, winner, winner, chicken dinner, you know, and I actually got my first Fortnite win with Chilla Whoa. and his son. Whoa. So it was awesome. Yeah. Hey, I love the winner, winner, chicken dinner with Chilla, Chiller Jr. and Fortnite. <laughs> Yeah, in Fortnite, yeah. So I just figured I didn't really have anything cool to talk about tonight, so I figured out why not. I'll, I'll give John and his son some credit. They helped pull me, drag me along, get me with my first Fortnite win. <laughs> Finally. I, I think I lucked out one time and got a win early on, but I'm also unsure. It was on the iPhone where I'm unsure if they weren't bots or not. So remember uh, those days where like, are we fighting real people? I'm not sure right now. I'm not dying. Hey, instantly. a win is a win. That win is a win, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. It's like when they had the <clears throat> the Thanos version, and you could actually like get the Infinity Gauntlet and beam all around the map. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so so many things from way back in the day. But I will say, Kraus, after you left, he pulled this crazy maneuver where he actually went to revive me, but he had to come into the storm to do it. Ooh. Oh, neat. And then, and then he was so low on health that he threw a a grenade, 
um, a shockwave grenade, which doesn't do damage, but pushes everyone. He threw it behind him to push himself and propel himself outside of the storm, which was pretty impressive. Wait, your, your, son, your son did this? Yes. How old is he? Like, and for the audience, how old is he again? He's he's eight. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh, and, and here he hears me talking about him. <laughs> oh, we got <laughs> there he is. Aww. Oh, he's, he's in the other room playing bow? now, sharpening like his and honing his skill. If you don't enroll that kid in some esports, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> I mean, you're you're just pruning that kid right at this point, right? Yep. Just just getting him going. Planning my retirement. Yes, that's your retirement. <laughs> More <laughs> options these days for professional sports. Well, okay. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Chilla, let's go to you uh, since you were the subject of that one. So mine is totally non-tech, but it is something that I hemmed and hawed with purchasing for two years now, and we are approaching beach weather. So it is a product from cool cabanas. It is like a portable cabana. Now we, most people, you know, take an umbrella to the beach. We lug the umbrella quite frequently. Um, but we saw these at the beach last year mm. or two years ago. I'm sorry. <clears throat> and what it is, you set it up like an umbrella at first, but then it actually like opens up into this huge cabana area. And then the sides actually fold down and you throw sand in there life is good and you, and you know it's actually they're eight feet by eight feet they, they do run they're a little pricey they run two hundred dollars but you think to yourself right what else can i do with this thing if i'm not going to the beach all the time and this is what sealed the deal for me this year they came out with grass kits for the cool cabana so okay. it's a it's a grass spike that screws into the center that you would normally put into the sand mm-hmm. and then four metal stakes and it makes it completely usable in your backyard too i i, um, I just feel like you just got a tent set i don't know if this is revolutionary but, it, but there's no walls yes like right it's just meant for shade you're you're not gonna like i, I wouldn't sleep in that like i would a tent but mm-hmm. uh, they're super cool product i think they were on um shark tank that's maybe where they got one of their starts mm-hmm. and then i also think some of their I was surprised they're from somewhere near here. At least the shipping is from somewhere near here because I ordered it and I had it a day later. Hmm. So super fun product. If you're going to the beach, if you want shade in your backyard um, for this size, it's not much more than an equivalent like backyard tent that you would normally have. I mean, you can't go like you can't put it outside your your truck or anything at a, at a at a tailgate, but super quality, super good quality product. Um, so happy, pretty, so far, pretty happy with it. How difficult is it to get the sand out of it once you put the <laughs> sand in? Super easy. There, it's like a, it's like a pocket, right? You just fold it. You, you fold it okay. inside out. Okay, because so, I was looking at that, going, "Oh, I wonder how you get that sand out of there once and you they, get it in." And those those sleeves, there's actually like pockets in the sides too. Like if you want to throw your phone in there or throw whatever yeah, in there cool. while you're going around so i don't know super cool product that's also awesome. the answer for your question i'm looking under the FA, or shipping and returns uh they says they ship from atlanta philadelphia and los angeles and they just ship from the closest warehouse so that's okay how, so i must have got, got it from the philadelphia, philadelphia warehouse yeah yeah so uh so there you go i mean that makes sense i mean 
Jeez, that's how many cities around there. So, um, awesome. Good. That's uh, coolcabanas.com. <laughs> I would just say Kennywood, so I could think about like the other uh, Cabana Lagoon over there. So, I, I wondered <laughs> if you had a Kennywood's trip as well. So, uh, one thing, one yeah, thing real ahead. quick before we move on, Sword, mm-hmm. is uh, we got a tent for Ruth for her jewelry selling thing so we could have over it when we go to places. And this is so much easier. Now, mainly that wouldn't work as good because of the pole in the middle versus the mm-hmm. the outside. Mm-hmm. But putting that up, putting this up looks so much easier because that is a two-person job, Yeah, what we have. Yeah. And well, this, having this the, you can do by of, yourself. Yeah. That you have to get too deep. You have to stretch it out, put the top on, clip it on. It's not hard, but this is so much easier. So, it, so, it, so there's a pull in the mail. So you wouldn't recommend this because I need something yeah. for, um, I have a couple of video productions that we're going to be doing in the middle of football field this in, in the next few weeks. Like that's, you know, th- this probably wouldn't fit for that. Better, uh, unless you have a, t- I would say if you have a table with mm-hmm. a hole in the middle that you could put the pole through the pole there and you could work in the middle. I got, that I, you're not really, I mean, <clears throat> you're got, not taking up a lot of space. Per we, se. I mean, we can get a Dremel. I mean, solve this problem right away right yeah you yeah. Could, I mean you could do that you could do it depending mm-hmm. on if you had two smaller tables because think about it if you had a four foot long table right yeah. it's it's eight by eight so you could actually oh, put two four point. foot yeah. you could yeah. put two there four foot tables in there yeah and uh, you're I'm just gonna have tables. a little and it, you may be able to run your well, wiring up up and oh, around there you go. The, That'd be fun. the middle yeah uh, and, erica what were you saying Oh, you could get like two car tables or you could just use like, uh, you know, the kind of thing you put out on your porch and it's got an umbrella hole. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking for like production table because I need like a long space mm-hmm. for the for that yeah. setup, you know. So I don't know. Do you, what do you think of these cool cabanas, uh, Jay, Erica? Seem pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sun, though. So, you know, I'm, up. I'm always out there. Yes. Um, Potter, what do you what's your awesome yes. thing here? Uh, my was something that is scheduled to happen next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we talked uh, a while back about the James Webb telescope and everything's finally in place and they're going to release the images next Tuesday morning. Mm. So wow. this is going to be how, so yeah, so 15 of the 17, you know, there was a problem uh, a couple weeks ago where there were some micrometeors that hit the mirror and actually dinged it, one of the mirrors and dinged it, um, a little bit larger than they were expecting. Uh, so they had to do some maneuvering to of the mirror to kind of minimize the issue there. But uh, these is this is going to be the first uh, first image, real images, because all the only thing they've done so far were the kind of you know let's see how it works out and make sure everything's um, aligned right. So they were just alignment test images. This is going to be the first real, real images that they're going to release um, publicly. Now, it does say in the article um, on CNET that a couple people have actually seen these images. Now, you got I know you got to take into account people and, you know, being overly excited. But some of, the, some of these first images are, I think they're going to be mind-blowing. Because, I mean... Generally, you don't want to over push and under deliver. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be, because this is so above and beyond the quality of what's currently out there. 
um, you know, there, these are going to be, I think, especially being infrared. Remember, so you're not going. This isn't. This is going not going to be 100. percent You know, in the, in the wavelength, any kind of dust or anything because it's infrared won't affect it where Hubble was. So this is going to. This is going. Assuming nothing else major bad happens, <clears throat> uh, it is 2022. Unfortunately, uh, I think this is going to be kind of a big deal when it comes out next week. Hopefully, hmm. hopefully. So yeah, something NASA's really good with releasing this stuff and posting in multiple places, including their website, all the social things. So definitely, you know, check it out. It, this is a once every few decades you get a brand new instrument like this, mm-hmm. first time being being uh, turned on. Yeah, I mean, look, listen to the excitement because I, I heard Twit saying they were going to do a live broadcast around it too. Um, so, I mean, this is, I mean, between this and what SpaceX is doing, I'm glad to see, and for those who don't know, like NASA generally has a pretty regular live stream that happens around almost every launch and around like events like this. Oh, yeah. So like if you're into space, like you can just dip into that for a while and, and get a lot. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, in, in, in cool, real stuff that's happening there. So, um, go, go check that out. So that is going to be, what is that time again? That's going to be Thursday, um, Tuesday. Wait, is this Tuesday? Tuesday. It's going to be Tuesday. Next Tuesday. And next Tuesday. Yep, it'll be before before Awesome Cast is on again. And <laughs> it is. Let me get here. Ten thirty in the morning. Ten thirty. Ten thirty Eastern. Okay. Ten thirty. So we will. Yep. So uh, we'll talk about the aliens that we find uh, from <laughs> last week on the show mm-hmm. on episode six hundred one. <laughs> we'll see who we're waving at. So, yeah, obviously we're waving it. Right? So, oh boy, I, I got excited because there was a reference to SETI in, in mathematical equations. I just finished Star Trek Discovery um, a couple nights ago. Um, I'm catching up on my Star Trek. I'm, I'm catching up on everything. I missed like a month and a half of of, of good television. So, um, and, and getting into that Picard. Um, so, so I, I just love those references like that. Okay. Uh, my awesome thing of the week. Uh, getting back into the gaming now, things have slowed down a little bit, and uh, I, I was I was shown this one over on our Apple Arcade. It's called Air Twister. Mm. It's very fanciful. You ride a swan or something uh, <laughs> on the stage, and uh, I'm a few levels into it. But it's a very. Um, do you remember the game Space Harrier? For the um for the uh, uh, Sega Genesis or the arcade or you know Sega platforms and stuff like that, it feels a lot like that. You're 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 kind of floating through space and uh, you have a bow and arrow and you slide your finger across and and, and try to shoot things. And, and they have some pretty cool big bosses. It feels very large and and, and fantasy driven, right? Um, and the music is pretty incredible in this thing. So if you're wearing headphones, I, I definitely recommend recommend that. Uh, but that was one of the one of the, one of them that dropped recently on Ar- arcade. Also, arcade has been dropping a lot of interesting stuff lately. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, stuff that I've already purchased. Um, you know, we know Alto's Adventures on there and stuff too, right? Um, but they, they also dropped uh, Sonic Dash Plus, which is of course the non-freemium version of the uh, the Endless Runner Sonic. Uh, my, both Monument Valleys are on there now. Ghost Simulator, Goat Simulator is on there. If you've never played that, highly recommended. Just to just just for randomness um so like that that's been really cool also netflix has been getting really good 
There's an Exploding Kittens game over there, guys. If you've never played this card game, I highly recommend it. Um, so so go check that out if you have, uh, uh, don't have don't have friends to play. Like like Netflix is starting to pick up a little bit on their gaming situation. I don't know if you guys have div- dived into that uh, recently. I tried out a couple when it re- first came out, but I haven't I haven't checked out any of the latest titles. So yeah. I'll have to give it a try. Erica. I just wasn't aware that they had a gaming section. Yes. If you have the app on your phone, um, there will be a, um, like there'll, there'll be, yeah, there'll be a little bit of a gaming section in there and you can kind of select through there. Um, they got a good like 10 or 15 games. I think like at Mm. first it was like the simplest little games, but of course then there's the, the stranger things games are in there Mm. now. Um, so they got a pretty good, I mean, they they seem kind of random. Some of them are kind of, like I know they have at least one game with that arcane um, League of Legends um, show that they they put on. Uh, so and amazingly, not a lot of them are connected um, in, into the Dead Two. I don't even know what that's from. Um, Exploding Kittens. I don't know if they they might be doing the series there. I think we might have talked about. Um, but it, it, it's 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 really kind of random. Asphalt Extreme, Bowling Ballers. You know. Yeah. Random. I think there's a random golf game in here, um, but you know. Also, remember when they started streaming, they had a lot of random stuff and a lot of really bad straight-to-video movies, and that was all they had. Remember, and now, I mean, I think it'll become kind of its own Apple Arcade, or they'll spin it off on its own thing, or something like that. But um, I mean, it's coming along for being like relatively a year into this. Like the games don't look half bad. I mean, Apple Arcade wasn't entirely deep when it first started was it guys um and now they have a little bit of everything going on so yeah it's an interesting move i like the idea that they um connected to the shows to add content to drive people to watch right and isn't that the idea like whether you know maybe we'll have an umbrella academy game or a squid game game yeah yeah squid game game oh no (laughs) which i think is really i was playing fall guys last week and i think that is squid games the game in the long run so (laughs) if you never played that one but also, it reminds me of the old Takichi's, uh, MXC, Takichi's Castle kind of stuff. I'm, I'm sure that's where they got the idea from. The old uh, Japanese uh, uh, wild game shows like that. So, Well, let's get into, we'll get into your guys' awesome thing here in just a moment. But first, I want to give a shout out to our friends who are also awesome at Slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yinzer made supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza uh, for well over a decade Five locations now, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, and I believe they still have their pop-up down at uh, Southside Works. So good to see them expanding, and good to see that they also got a random bike rack in front of their venue, too. Where did this thing come from? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we we had surprise bike racks like show up in front of a lot of our businesses in Beachview. We're like, what happened? Who ordered these? I didn't order this. Nobody agreed to it. So, but uh, anyways... Like on over to Slice on Broadway. They got you taken care of now, I guess. Bonner, you're a biker. You could not that you're biking all the way from Penn Hills. So where are the bike racks? Like, right, are they on the street or on the right, sidewalk? It's right there, Chilla. It's right. It's but like, like on the sidewalk or yeah, on the, it's on, on the, the sidewalk. It's on the sidewalk. Okay. It's on. The, At least they're not chewing through parking. About, not to be rude. It's about. No, you're allowed to be. Uh, it's about like you know six feet from where I'm sitting right now. So if that gives you context, because you know you know the studio. Um, but, so I guess he went outside. Whether in uh, Rico down slice, it went out. From what I've told, 
and asked, you know, why are you putting this here? I did not approve this. And they said, they said the business owner approved it. And he's like, I am the business owner. <laughs> so, eh, whatever, city's going to city. All right. So let's go. Let's talk about, go from talking about pizza to talking about pizza, shall we? Uh, so, Jay and Erica, you got a pretty cool thing going on over there. Uh, first, tell us what, what is, uh, what are you guys doing generally over there at Order Interactive? Um, well, so this is Jay He's, um, brainchild, this company, mm-hmm. and it's a creative studio. You want to talk about it, Jay Yeah. Uh, I mean, like we, it's Orta Interactive is more like an immersive studio that we focus on creating VR and AR, uh, but more like educational VR and AR storytelling experience that we create. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes with a social justice element, um, but sometimes just sort of educational or fun. But always it has some sort of point to make a little bit on the underneath of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the the pizza the the pizza game is uh, an exploration in um, using augmented reality to make a game for kids to teach them where food comes from. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, you kind of have to sneak that kind of education in. So we made it about pizza because kids love pizza. It caught my attention. That's for sure. Not, not just kids. <laughs> not just kids. <laughs> not just kids. Everybody loves pizza. Mm-hmm. But really what it is is a, a story that you um, you kind of enter and there's words on the screen. So the, the child says things back to their part of the game. They're interacting with it the whole time. They plant tomato seeds. They end up making a pizza at the end. And there's a big spoiler alert pizza party at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and we did. We have you connected to the phone there. Let me make sure you're uh, actually in there. And please, it was, will be descriptive as possible as we go here. Uh, is your phone on? Yeah. It's not kicking over for some reason. Let me see. And, and of course... Live them. There it is. There we got it. Okay, so go ahead and open that up. Wait for you to open that so I don't I don't show everybody your home screen. There we go. So we have you up there. You're on the loading screen. I see you're built on Unity. I I, I see a lot of that around. Like we know some some developers have been on that. Little Pizzeria. There we go. And she's talking to me. <laughs> And now everybody gets to see the other side of their studio if you're joining us on video. Uh. <laughs> so there's words on the screen that the child has yeah, to read. Actually, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry for the pizza eating sounds again. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. I'd say not the first time on this show. Yeah. Um. so what we eventually do is we (laughs) plot the this the um this island Mm -hmm. out into the world Mm -hmm. okay now i'm scanning all right so it's fine and there's a giant island in the middle of our studio yeah so what's kind of cool is you can walk into it and um, get close to it. You can even go inside the building a little bit. 
this is like you know it, like a kid could be just walking around the middle of the living room and they're exploring this kind of thing right yeah absolutely in fact whenever we've had uh, kids play it just doing little play tests a lot of them will just kind of try to understand what's really happening here they'll stick their hand into the frame behind the <laughs> camera and see where does that show up and they'll mm. go around the back side and go into it so it, it kind of also encourages like um physical aspect of play and this idea of like how do i understand technology and what is really going on here so I, I see. So we have a little couple characters in the middle. They're kind of interacting with each other. So the idea is like maybe they would like kind of come up and kind of frame that themselves and, and see what's going up. Like kind of like like we, you know, if we were the player character, mm-hmm. but, you, but you're moving with your body. Yeah. Like you are in the you're in the game, but you're not you're like you're behind the camera. So mm-hmm. the three characters are Sally and then Pizza Perry and then you, mm-hmm. who is just like not physically embodied in the game. Um, but you kind of talk to them throughout the piece and they talk to you and they involve you in this story, um, which is really the story about how to make better pizza by growing your own tomatoes to make your own tomato sauce. It feels very um, if it, it, like like Animal Crossing Island, if I, if I were to compare it to something. Isn't it cute? <laughs> so so I presume that like so you got your ingredients there like I see there's a little kind of farm area and mm-hmm. and everything and so is that is that kind of the the interaction point there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so eventually he'll he'll say he'll teach him how to um plant seeds and the the child can like or the adult whoever anyone can play this game. Um will press, you know, it'll indicate to you where your interaction points are. So you press on the screen and it'll like dig a hole mm-hmm. in the in the animation. And then you can press the sprinkler and it'll sprinkle everything. Later you pick tomatoes um, and eventually go inside the actual house. It changes scene mm-hmm. and you make a pizza, which is pretty fun too. You make pizza sauce and then a pizza. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, and this isn't released yet, right? It's coming out soon? Next week. Next week. Next week on we iPad. Actually, and... Yeah, we just submitted for the uh, app review, and uh, I think you know they're reviewing our experience. So, so, it's so it's in it's in Apple's due time, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Point, There's nothing we can do at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're familiar <laughs> with that. So um, that's awesome. So, yeah. so uh, again, it, so what was the kind of age range that that's being targeted here? So we think this is really good for um, eight to ten year olds, and then eight you, to eight to twelve maybe, and then you could, um, like, we're gonna work. We're partnering with um, Carlo University's um, like K through eight program. They have a summer camp, and they also have classroom time, and they have all these different themes about growing food and pizza. Actually, they have a week about pizza, and we're just gonna come in and, and show them with iPads and. Um, they want to do things like partner an older kid with a younger kid so that because there's reading involved, but it's like it's so cute, like a young kid would really like it, but the older kid can kind of help them work through it together. So I think that's a cool idea to kind of encourage um, cooperation as well. Mm-hmm. And actually, I know, I, you know, you're, you're, as we've learned about your kids, amazing tactics in Fortnite earlier. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it just seemed like uh, you, you can see your kid getting into when he's not. Uh, I did. Saving totally. his compatriots. We've been big on that. And there's, yeah, yes. Um, and we're big on VR. We we do limit that time drastically. Mm-hmm. But um, AR is, is super interesting to us. Um, I wish there was more things like this that were had a learning side to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I could equate it to was um, 
then the hungry caterpillar which was a book they have um, a that really they turned cool... into a whole ar experience that was really neat oh um, that's really so cool I, kudos to you guys for building this because there's not a lot of this content out there so hopefully you know you keep this coming yeah and it was a real collaborative effort too so the animator was uh, her name actually was sally, sally so <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of funny because we kept being like sally the little girl and I'm like oh it's sally the animator you know two different sallies you know um for us, like when we were creating this, uh, when we created this experience, uh, for us, one of challenges was, uh, you know, just to create the story because, you know, our target user was like, like Erica said, it's like 8 to 12, 8 to 11. Mm -hmm. And we weren't really sure like how to tell this story and make them engage with the story. So uh, usually when when you have this type of challenge, you go out and do some play testing. But, you know, because it was during pandemic, you know, we couldn't really do any play testing and, mm -hmm. you know, do the user testing at all. So that was, I think, it was like the main challenge uh, when we created this app. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We did a lot of edits of the script and mm -hmm. um, just trying to make it appealing to kids, but also educational, but also kind of teach them how they, that they can ask adults for help and yeah. you know things like that trying to kind of put it all together in the script was a, it was a challenge definitely not being able to play test was <laughs> that was, was yeah. hard yeah <laughs> how, how much how long is the the play time and story of this thing generally for for kids that want to get into it like how, how long of a line is that it's probably 15 minutes the total mm -hmm. the total thing and yeah. um 10, 10, minutes, 10, 10 to 15 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, we didn't want to be too long because then you'd lose yeah. the attention. Um, but we didn't have to be too short because, you know, then what's the point of trying it at all? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. If this is well, do you see it kind of becoming a series of these kind of stories? Yeah. The script was originally uh, longer and I, I, I had included all, like, all these other things like also where does, how does pizza dough get made? I had all these ideas about you get the wheat and then you like beat it on something. So the chaff comes out <laughs> okay, and yeah. like I had all these other ideas that mm -hmm. we couldn't quite stick in or else it'd be like 30 minutes and that's just probably too long. Expansion pack. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter yeah, that's one. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapter one, chapter two, chapter the, the three. The rise up dough expansion pack, right? <laughs> so. yeah. Cute. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, so I see this, this is, um, you know, is this a free game or is this a, a pay game for when, when it comes out next it's gonna week? It's going to be a free game. Okay. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, so, so, uh, you know, you, you're, 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 and that's not the only thing you're doing over there, right? With Orda? Yeah, with Orda. Oh, yeah, we have lots of different projects. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that because you are doing a little bit of VR as well, too, right? Yeah, Jayhi, tell him about Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I mean, so we just started. Uh, we so this year we got this NEH grant to create the National Endowment for Humanity mm -hmm. grant to create this Shakespeare VR experience. Uh, basically, user as a user, you get to pick either Romeo and Juliet mm -hmm. or Juliet, and you get to practice your lines on the stage. And uh, you know we have some cool interactions that you can actually feels like you you are the part of. Uh, this theater mm -hmm. say. so uh, last week we just finished the motion capture recording mm -hmm. 
Uh, and I mean, we're currently we're working on it, so we don't have any legal support. But uh, yeah, that's uh, another project that we've been working on. So is this a um, because I, I've I've seen things about get people getting over phobias. Would this be <laughs> something to help get over like a little bit of a performance stage fright for some? Maybe it Maybe. could it could it could be <laughs> it definitely could be like the um one of the main goals is to make it feel like you're performing like mm -hmm. you're really on stage and this is happening and your lines are there for you and they're kind of you know you can read them as they go you can read the other person's as well and um you know maybe you could do like a move you know like ah oh, you know oh Romeo Romeo wherefore art thou Romeo you know you can do whatever you want to and um you know I think that that aspect of it will be really really fun it's very yeah. very cool I, I don't have stage fright. I'm lucky. So I don't know <laughs> how, if it'll, I'm not the good test subject for that, but maybe that'd be cool. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and I see you, you have a lot of other projects here on the website um, that, that, that you guys have been involved with as well. I see. Yeah. That virtual dance exchange program was pretty cool. So this was with, uh, it was more of like a 360 degree camera work. Hmm. Um, and the, the choreographers choreographed their dances around the 360 degree camera. So it's, it's live footage and, um, it's just really, it's really cool because it, it requires a different kind of choreography. Mm -hmm. You have to think differently about space and what people are seeing. People can turn completely around and see different dancers doing different things in different locations. So yeah, you can even move this around. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know Vimeo does 360. And I'm literally sitting here, by the way, um, because I have dug out and I've just been sitting here with my my own 360 camera that I bought years ago. Mm -hmm. And we've done a couple we did a couple test projects back then with Scarehouse okay. and a couple other things. Yeah. Old, old Rico Theta, you know, like yeah, I think yeah. it was the first model they put out. Mm -hmm. I'm just I and I was just thinking about like, is anybody experimenting with this anymore? So um, it's good to see that somebody is, and um, I've been trying to figure out what that path is for this. So, what, what, like, you know, obviously the choreography and everything, you know, was a new way to wrap your new thing to ha wrap your head around, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it was cool about it. It was it was partially pandemic inspired because um, it's hard to do performing arts when you can't, nobody can come see you. So, how do you overcome that? And a lot of people were trying different things, and the three sixty camera really came into play for this and that's the idea and then you can also see these beautiful backgrounds and everything so all yeah. of the there were three different choreographers in three different locations and they were all kind of this is in wilkinsburg and um very cool murals in the background very here. cool if you murals haven't, if you haven't driven through wilkinsburg and see so many artists it's pretty tremendous mm -hmm. and all of these things that are on these murals are historically relevant and so it's you know part part of the project was bringing dancers who were maybe atypical you know you think of dance as being certain kind of body types and certain kind of you know prestigious locations or something this is an old abandoned church also in wilkinsburg and you can see there's a lot of different kinds of dancers in this troupe and so i think it's um it's it's just a cool side part of it of the idea it's not just to bring um arts into this tech realm but also to use that also as a platform to expand what does it mean to be a dancer you know so it made me definitely want to start dancing <laughs> a lot more i was like maybe i can do this too mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and you know one thing that i want to add is uh you know we are seeing this 
to the website and screen, but if you actually wear the VR headset, mm-hmm. it feels a lot different. You are like part of their, you know, you are on the stage with them and they're like dancing around you and that feels a lot different. And also the sound, this new like VR headsets, uh, Oculus Quest 2, they have amazing sound systems. So you, you really like, you know, you can immerse yourself. So, uh, you know. Yeah, you're really transported in that one, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sending this to my cousin that does a, a dance company back home in Greenville. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See if it inspires her as well. So <laughs> very, very cool. Um, we just we just recorded her dance recital for the year. <laughs> so uh, very. So you're doing a lot of very interesting uh, uh, projects in both in VR and AR. That's very, very cool. Uh, and actually, and actually, is this the first AR project that you've you've done with the the pizza? Yeah, yeah, actually, because I'm seeing a lot yeah. of VR and, and, and cameras, you know, yeah, yeah. immersive stuff here. So, yeah, the pizza game was kind of a, you know, teach teach ourselves how to do this and, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, learn by learn by doing. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, I, the pizza game, actually, the reason why we started this game was because of the pandemic. Actually. Mm-hmm. Most of my projects, because I couldn't travel anywhere. You know, it was like some projects were canceled and we had all this like extra time. And, you know, I have some experience. I had some experience with VR, but not AR. So we were like, okay, like, let's try to tell some cute story and educational story with pizza. So, yeah. Yeah. So what was the biggest kind of transfer? Like, you know, you you'd obviously been in the VR like that immersive you know everything's around you how how does that perspective kind of change when you're talking about like you're, you're kind of dealing with this window uh through the phone like like an ar does mm. i felt like definitely is a lot different i remember when we designed the scene uh, especially with ar i didn't know what to do with transition Mm-hmm. How do you transit from this farmhouse to the other space? Like, you know, those things were totally different. And uh, and also, like, I guess when you design for VR, like, of course, there, there are some certain limitations. Like, uh, you know, you don't, we- you don't want to wear this VR headset more than 20 minutes. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, those are, I guess, with AR... What are the limitations that you felt like when you create like a story? Creating the story for yeah, AR? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I, I was thinking about a lot was um, making sure to use all the space. So in VR, you're like in the center of the space all the time. Mm-hmm. It's always your point of view. Yeah, now yeah. in AR, you can physically move. I mean, you can physically move in VR too, but mm-hmm. your perspective changes with you. This perspective mm-hmm. is kind of like fixed. So you, you can go around to the backside and see different things. And part of the, I think part of the, design challenge too is like making sure there's something interesting everywhere you can go yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah interesting how much development time and how many developers <laughs> did you have working on the project i'm just curious so this one was totally like our you know our passion project so uh it actually if we if everybody was full-time like we i i mean we had two programmer uh, we had one artist, 
one writer, uh, one sound designer, and it took us almost like two years actually. Yeah. <laughs> wow! But, but it was our passion project, so it wasn't our full time job. Yeah, know, yeah. Whenever right. we had some extra time, we, you know, the, mm. the speed wise, I think if we work this as everybody full time, I'll I'll say. I'll say seven, six, seven months. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very Makes interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. I also want to mention the the music too because um one of we had some kids play it and one of the things that they said was like, this music is so soothing. We yeah, love yeah. this. And the mom <laughs> the mom was like, this is the best music. All the games have the most annoying music. And the <laughs> the son was like, yeah, it's like. It's like it's all it gets all in your face. Like the music's just so intense all the time, and this is so nice and, mm-hmm. and easy and relaxing. And um, so, you know, we had us our sound designer Larry Chang. He's a composer, and he did a great job doing that. And then mm-hmm. we have some also acoustic guitar by a local Pittsburgh artist whose name is Danny Rechtingwald. Um, that goes in there too, and it's just it's really chill, and it, it, you just yeah. you're just like I'm making pizza. It's so fun <laughs> and it's relaxing. Yeah. yeah, I loved how the kids were like, "This is the most relaxing music." <laughs> awesome. I, I'm also seeing here you do, the, and 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 I, I have some some experience on safety training, um, and might be doing more soon. Uh, but I, I see you do a VR training experience here as well. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. Carnegie. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, tell me a little bit about that. So this project, uh, we did it, I think it was before COVID for mm-hmm. sure, four years ago. So, uh, so I work with nanotechnology lab at CMU and one of uh, issue, one of challenge that that they had was you know all this like they are working with all these students and they're spending so much time on training like you know most like every day they had like two training sessions and you know they're spending majority of their time just doing the same thing like educating and give this training session to students so uh, you know their idea was what if we replace uh, those training session into VR so that like uh, students they can still learn about the facility and it was mostly like the safety uh, training so like there are some little interactions like that that students they have to solve these quizzes and uh, you know when when we had a meeting with them you know I asked them like you know, why do you want to use VR? Because there are so many other training tools. And the reason uh, was uh, they want students to have some idea about the the space and facility. Like, you know, if you just use the 2D video, like, you don't know where the axes are. Like, they need to look around and have, have some ideas and it gives you it gives you a spatial awareness right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely like so the physical embodiment in the space mm-hmm. really gives you something different than you can get from a 2d video or mm-hmm. anything traditional yeah awesome awesome I, it, 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 I, i'd be interested to see like it, it, was there any testing on that after the fact to see if that did help with a kind of spatial recognition i, I don't even know how you would 
you know, <laughs> I guess it'd be all anecdotal at that point, right? Recently, I got an email from them, and they've been using it for like three years now. Nice. Yeah, and uh, those quizzes, like, you gotta get, you gotta get, you gotta get it right. Other, <laughs> otherwise, because we are also collecting those data. Like mm-hmm. when they try this training experience, they need to log in. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't get it like correctly like 70 80 percent i mean you can pass it but like if you don't then you gotta retake it or you do mm-hmm. one-on-one session mm-hmm. with them. so yeah they've been using it for three years now that's awesome yeah, yeah. that is mm-hmm. very interesting and yeah. i'm gonna be looking at that one <laughs> <laughs> very interesting yeah um no i spent a lot of time with safety training for for steel industry oh, so wow. i don't know I, I don't know. I feel like it'd be kind of the same thing, but I don't know if they would be into. I don't know how you're going to bring a, uh, the 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 360 camera in some of those spaces. <laughs> you know, it gets a little dangerous yeah, and yeah. hot. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, just seeing what they we did to well, at the time we had tape cameras and and seeing those come back and how how often yeah. they needed serviced <laughs> just from being in the mills was pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, so. another option would be to also just like take a 360 shot real fast and get out of there and then computer generate it all and then you can also have people interact with it more meaningfully as well i would love to pitch that (laughs) to some of these companies (laughs) that would be incredible as well though that that's really cool that's very very cool and it's and it's it's the right environment right because you're talking about some high i mean you're talking about people that are Obviously receptive to technology at Carnegie Mellon. <laughs> I mean, versus like the, uh, your general uh, steel worker is, you know, I mean, we were producing CD-ROMs for Windows 98 in 2009. Mm. Like to give you an idea where we were at at the time. So I'm, I'm curious how much further they may have gone by now. Um, but <laughs> you got to upgrade sooner or later, right? Um, but uh, no, that's that's very, very cool. Um, I see there's a couple uh, uh, interesting projects as well. Um, look, look, um you did something for the a, a Holocaust Learning Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a very, um, very interesting project. They wanted some VR experiences that explain two VR experiences. One explains, um, talks about Auschwitz and you know what it was like to be there, mm-hmm. and that has like some computer animations and things like that where you're you're in the train and then you're you're in the rooms and. Um, you know, it was tricky to write the narration for this because you don't want to terrify people, but you want to definitely leave a mm-hmm. serious impression mm-hmm. and educate um, people in a very meaningful way. So, um, and then the other one was about uh, the Kristallnacht, which is the, the night of broken glass, which is, you know, many people feel like this is the, this is the event that kind of allowed the whole Holocaust to happen because it, you know some terrible things happened and the world didn't say hey germany stop that and so they just kind of went full steam ahead so it's an important day um to recognize and um yeah we actually just were there in march because they had their big big opening ceremony big opening yeah, yeah. ceremony nice. uh-huh. they had all their donors there they had this you know really fancy dinner and um they yeah. in- invited us for this mm-hmm. and it was it was great to see people using the headsets yeah. and experiencing mm-hmm. this and uh you know i'm from south florida so i said mom come down here and she tried <laughs> it out so i got to show off something i did to my mom that was fun yeah that's yeah. fun mm-hmm. uh, so this has been and that's a, that's really big for those i know we had our friend christopher witch latch 
uh, who, who's currently working with the Rhino uh, International Foundation. I think I got the name right. Mm-hmm. Um, I need my wife in here. She's wearing the T-shirt today. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but 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 he he was always he worked with the Pittsburgh Foundation, and I remember he did. It was one of the water. Um, is it charity water? Maybe is the big one. Um, but he was at some fundraiser and they used VR and, and kind of showed what that experience was like. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, small audience, big donors, you know, mm-hmm. and a big response from it too. So I think it's really interesting to see how this, so this is, this is in an installation at the, at the learning center. Yeah. So it's actually, a, it's a JCC. And then inside of the JCC, they have the Manya Nudel Learning Center, which mm-hmm. is a room with, it's filled with so many other interesting things, including all these modules, training modules that Jehi's been working on with them mm-hmm. and the rabbi. And um, also they, they're really into immersion as an idea for teaching. And, and it's nice. not just with VR. Nice. They also have a replica of Anne Frank's room to size and you pull open a, you pull open a bookcase and you go in and it's like, all like what how she had it and mm-hmm. um yeah so like they have like the things that oh the bricks going up to it are from amsterdam like you know so they have like yeah, yeah. everything's incredible. very it's very it's an incredible place it's like if you're in fort lauderdale you should go check it out just because it's it's so um it's so very interesting how they're choosing to to do the education and also that right when the opening was was um when everything in ukraine started happening so it seemed extra relevant mm-hmm. um to mm-hmm. be to yeah. be working in an educational moment for that yeah mm-hmm. excellent so you got a lot of cool projects here and there's even more we haven't even touched on here but yeah. um but it's, you go ahead isn't it cool joe he's really made this really interesting company that does all of these different kinds of creative um mm-hmm. touches on all these different kinds of creative things it uses vr and ar functionally for training but also creatively in these new ways and mm-hmm. yeah i'm a i'm impressed by by Orta. I'm just you know, along for the ride. I love it. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about your projects. Uh, definitely something we'll be keeping an eye on because we love seeing, you know, how people are developing these things. And we, you know, I mean, this 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 is where things are going one way or another, right? We're, we're getting over those technical humps now, but I don't know. In the next 10 years, this is going to be yeah. 10, 15, maybe? It will be, it'll be just as prevalent as this thing everywhere, mm-hmm. right? So And uh, also, just wanted to add one more thing because mm-hmm. you know most of people when they think of VR, they think of it as a gaming device. Yes, but uh, you know I think that VR can be more than just a gaming device. Uh, you know, it could be really good for education and training, and and I I think you know there are so many good use cases out there. So uh, yeah, just wanted to add that. Uh, you know, with the technology VR and AR. Yeah, medical applications too. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot definitely. of a lot yeah. of evidence for you know some of the things you were saying before, Mike. Actually, where like things that you can you can use it for that are like beyond what you would uh, imagine at first, and that really have neural background support and studies that kind of show that actually it can really help with phobias or mm-hmm. Parkinson's. I mean, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of applications. Yeah. Very interesting to see it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Where, again, where can people find out more about your projects coming up and this app next week? Orta Interactive.com. Yeah. And there's a, we have an Instagram, Orta Interactive, O R T A. There you go. And uh, and there you go. If you're in Fort Lauderdale, check out the. Ex- we, I, get, I, think, I think I might be due to taking our trip down there soon. So oh, with wow. one of my clients. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of my clients yeah. gets a lot of tattoos and his tattoo artist is down there, a friend from uh, Fishing Top Bait. So. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, every once in a while I tag along, you know. Yeah. Flights, flights are cheaper in spirit. At least they used to be. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. And, of course, and, and, and everybody, our crew. I don't know. Is Chilla still with us? Did he pumpkin time out? He bounced out? Yep, I'm still here. You're still here. John Chilla at Chilla on Twitter. And Chilla, Chilla on the Facebook. Chilla Jr. is just kicking everybody's ass at Fortnite. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think I hear him. I hear him talking in there. <laughs> well, we'll we'll let you do your game, Ron Krause. Thank you for joining us again. We didn't even talk Xbox this time. I know. How about that? Holy heck! Here's my question for you afterwards: Should I be getting the new a new Xbox, or should I get a, a Quest uh, to get into some of this VR stuff? Because all I have is that old Samsung one. <laughs> that's for later. That's for later. That's yeah, for later. That's Maybe for we'll do it on later, Patreon. Yeah. And uh, Dave Potter is here too. I haven't seen him on the screen for a while, so I forgot it was here. I was like, there's another one! It's Dave Potter! Uh, Thanks for having me on. iPhoneography Podcast? Yep, and ProfPod on the Twitter and the Instagram, and uh, ProfPodPGH on the TikTok. And he showed us something very, very cool in photography. uh, Or, no, Kraus showed you, actually, but we got your input on it. Yeah. Uh, over on Patreon, we're going to be putting that up here later. Um, a very cool giant attachment for your phone uh, <laughs> to, to make it <laughs> make photography happen. To turn it sounds into a, lewd. It's, it's, it, <laughs> oh, we've we've had a looter. Uh, so, uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you for 600 episodes, and by God, you guys are still listening or watching out there. Thank you everybody in the chat room, including my mom. Uh, hi, mom. If you're still out there, uh, Brian Crawford hanging out too, our top executive producer. Um, so and uh, do 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 And no, you you didn't you didn't drop off incidentally. You were under PGH Museums. I get it. Shout out to PGHMuseums.org, by the way. Um, but <laughs> thank you everybody for joining us, whatever platform that might be. We'll see you guys next time. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.